On this episode of the Diz Dudes, we're talking about three ways to do Disney World trips. This is episode seven of the Diz Dudes podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy. So, Jeremy, how are you doing on this on this fine day? I'm doing doing pretty well. Yep. Got my new contacts in after uh, doing an eye exam on my phone yesterday, which I'm still a little creeped out by, but I can see That blew today. my mind when it, you told me that, because I didn't even know that was possible. Yep, but new contacts arrived today. I can see again, uh, so all is well in the world. Yeah, I'm blind too. I uh, I I actually don't mind wearing glasses if they didn't give me a headache all the time. Yeah, like if I wear them too long, I wear obviously like in the evenings I'll wear them and things like that. But if I just have something on my nose or on my ears for too long, I just get a headache. Well, I had I had a pair of glasses that I would literally first first five minutes of the morning because I get out of bed, I let the dogs out, um, and I like to try and see them in the yard. I mean, literally, they just look like little blurs if I don't have anything. You know, if I can't see properly. Um, so I had a pair of glasses like first five minutes of my day, last five minutes of my day. We were at Disney. And this is sad because it's been like a year uh, and I haven't gotten them replaced. Um, middle of the night, I went up to go to the bathroom and there I was we were in an all star resort, I think. So um, Rhonda was on the side of the bed that actually had like the nightstand. So I had set my glasses on the floor and stepped right on them, basically just shattering not shattering the glass, but breaking both of the sides off. Mm. And I just had not gotten them replaced. So as I'm scrambling yesterday morning just to see, because one of my contacts ripped, turns out to be my last contact, I'm trying to look through everything I have if there's a spare. Um, I literally went old school, grabbed some uh, electrical tape. I taped the sides back on the glasses so I could basically set them on my face just so I could see what I was looking for. Um, So yesterday was an interesting day. I feel like we should have recorded the episode with those glasses. I should have, yeah. I'll um, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, take a picture of them, maybe on my face, uh, and we can put it out on the Diz Dudes Twitter, uh, just so everybody totally can should. point and laugh you at know, me, because I deserve There's it. nothing worse than blindly fumbling, trying to find something. It's so bad. Because I'll do that sometimes in the night, like, you know, when you just wake up and you're just you can't find anything and i can't find my glasses and i'm looking for something and it's just it's pointless yeah. i mean and my my eyesight is bad enough that to like we don't even have a clock in our bedroom anymore because i wouldn't be able to see it so if i want to see what time it is i have to hold my phone like five inches from my face just to see what time it is at night um so yeah me without me without glasses is or contacts is not good i can't get anything done <laughs> Yeah, I you know I would wear glasses more. They make me look a little smarter, which I you know I can always use the help. Yeah, I could use that. And help. Uh, my problem is I can, I'm I have really sensitive eyes, and I can't like if I go to Disney, I have to have contacts because uh, I can't walk around Disney World with no sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, well, Rhonda uh, and my oldest daughter Kaylin now because they both wear glasses, um, and their sight's not near as bad as mine is, but they got the transition lenses. So as soon as they hit outside, they darken. And like sunglasses. Yeah, that's true. So a little something to, to think about. Not a bad idea. I'm just going to get LASIK eventually, I think. I, yeah, I can't even. Be done with it. I can't even, I can't even talk about that because I can't imagine a laser touching my eyeball. Like, Oh, I don't want to know what they do, really. Yeah, I just, see, I. Yeah. it's one of those things where everybody's like, oh, you should get LASIK. And then they tell you about it. And I'm like, no, just say I should get LASIK and end it at that. Like, don't give me specifics yeah. because now I'm never Although getting my, it. Yeah, my uncle had it done, and he said it doesn't hurt really. But he had I'll, even the old school yeah, version of it done. I'll have to, I'll have to believe him. But I think I would just mentally, I don't know that I could do it. I, I'm there with you. I am right there with you. Um, yeah. So today, just speaking of Disney and going with family and different things, we're talking about. Thank you for three. bringing this back around after I just went off into nowhere land no no Good no, no. i was trying to think of a way i'm like i brought it I, we can we'll just we'll just basically bring let's it just, this let's way just go right back we're gonna bring work. it some way i was trying to think yeah, of a transition I was, I was like i got damn, i had nothing i got nothing yep i thought about doing like seeing our way through disney i'm like i didn't want to be cheesy like that oh, yeah. um yeah we're talking about basically three ways to do disney world trips and the three ways typically i, I guess there could be a fourth one i'll add in there but obviously you have family uh adults only which uh jeremy is getting ready to do yep 
And then obviously Jamie and I are getting ready to do family. Uh, we're going, we'll be down there in a month about, and then solo trips, which, um, Jeremy's done. Jamie and I both have done before. And then I guess you could say now technically with us, it'd be like business, but I guess that would fall into like solo slash business trip True. in a way. Yeah. But, um, and I, I say business in that just doing stuff for like podcast content or website stuff and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to basically just talk about, you know, all those different type of trips, what the differences are, kind of what, um, the pros and cons, I guess is the best way to put that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you've never done, obviously probably most people done family, but if you've never done adults or solo, um, you know, different perspective i can tell you fresh off doing stuff before a child and after a child like you know we've our daughter's only about a year now well she's almost two so i can distinctly remember before going without a child and after and and the differences and you know there's obviously pros and cons but uh, yeah and we can get into that that, some a little bit too when we talk about maybe the adults only because it is different going adults only when you don't have children and adults only when you have children. I mean, those are are very, very different because now you have a comparison point of, you know, I've been here with my kids and my entire family. Um, and now, you know, we're here without them as opposed to, well, I don't even know what Disney is like with a kid, you know, prior to you having them. So I think we'll probably get into some of that as well because they're all very different. Yeah. And like put is in just like three categories like that. It's funny because each one has its own. I mean, you can have subcategories of all these and make it, a different experience but so we'll, we'll just we'll obviously try and hit as much as we can think of and that we have experience on but um yeah before we get to that uh, i just want to say to uh, be sure to check out the Diz dudes on social media as we've got all of the basically at the Diz dudes um on all the channels except for i think we have an issues with instagram because i think honestly it was like russian hackers took over our instagram <laughs> and do we have that back yet I, I'm still trying to work on it because they don't believe I am who I say I am, which I'm not even sure anymore. So they might be right. But but I think who, we, we have Diz Dudes and we have really? The Diz Dudes. Um, so yeah, you go to either one and there might the be Diz something. Dudes, yep. Yeah, in Instagram, we'll just do Diz Dudes, not <laughs> The. So um, yeah, so we'll try and get that one back. But uh, yeah, check us out on there. And then um, obviously, uh, Diz Dudes is part of the Capture the Magic podcast network. And so this show is comes out on every wednesday except when i'm sick and that was on friday and uh no, you can also catch capture the magic podcast on mondays and thursdays and main street magic uh podcast comes out on tuesdays and sometimes more days sometimes more days Kinda but we'll, we'll promise yeah. there's always a tuesday at least tuesdays yeah and then uh yeah go ahead over to the uh, youtube channel as well we got some um video versions of the podcast there some vlogs jeremy and Rhonda are gonna have a vlog series coming up there and we have a lot of stuff on that channel, so head on over there and subscribe there. And then we've also got a Facebook group. You can head on to Capture the Magic Community is what it's called, I think. Yes, so it is. Head on over there and just, I don't even know, ask questions or tell us we're wrong about stuff. Who knows? <laughs> so, all right. So, three types of Disney World trips. Um, I guess first one we'll hit is, f- well, yeah, let's hit Family. Okay. And just obviously your family is different than mine because your kids are older. Yeah. So your kids are what? 11 and 10. Yeah. 10. And then uh, Lacey will be eight in July. So we can basically just say 10 and eight. Um, Okay. So yeah, it can be a much different experience with kids those age. Now we have been taking them uh, since each of them were 18 months old. Um, So we've been doing, you know, I mean with, yeah, with Kaylin, that's, my math's not the best, what, eight and a half years uh, that we've been going consistently, um, you know, taking her and then the same thing with Lacey. Uh, you know, she'll almost be eight. We've been taking her since she was 18 months old. Um, so we have done the family thing a lot. Uh, and, and through you know, various stages. Y- too. Yeah, at, at, at most every stage, short of an actual, like, infant. Um, and, you know, it's it, it's different. Each year becomes a little bit different. Um, I don't think, you know, I don't think taking an 18-month-old is any better or worse than taking a 10-year-old. They're just different. And I think all of these trips we'll talk about are different. None are really better or worse. They all have their pros. They all have their cons. Um, Obviously, when you talk to people about Disney World, for the most part, who aren't nuts and fanatics like, you know, you and I and our our, uh, wives, um, 
they think like you have to have a family and you have to have kids and you have to have maybe kids of a certain age and that you have to have kids of a certain age who already love Disney, you know, and I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah, I agree. My brother and I, he's going to go, uh, I think we're planning on, they're going to be down there next year and their daughter is the same age as basically our daughter. They're like four months apart. Yeah. And he, the whole thing was they didn't want to take her until like she could remember it or something. But they're not Disney fanatics. So in that sense, I get it because they would basically be going for their daughter. Um, right. And not because they want to go. And like like Jamie and I love Disney. So we wanted to go with our daughter to experience Disney um, because, A, we like going to Disney. And, B, we want to experience it with our daughter to have that memory. Because obviously she's not going to remember when she's like we took her last time she was well, we took her at nine months old and we took her at uh, like 16 months old. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're taking it for the memories. You're not really taking, obviously, when they're that little, they're not going to remember. But um, even that little bit difference in age was a different trip because the second time we went, she could walk and right. she could walk well. So then you got to think, okay, you got to have time to like make sure that, she, you know, she wants out of the stroller and things like that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just. Uh, <laughs> It just depends. Like, I think at, at certain ages, whenever you're going, are you going for the kids? Are you going for, um, I guess, the memories? And you probably always want to go for the memories, per se. But, like, your kid's age, they actually have input and want to do things. Right. I don't, I don't let them that. have it. They could have it. I just don't give it to them. But yes, Well, they, <laughs> they can try, and they won't have any say. Yeah, But, no, you're perfectly um, right. And it was funny. Well, Ron and I just talked about this on an episode over on Main Street Magic uh, a couple episodes ago. About, I think you take your kids for the first time twice. Um, now, when you're again, when you're taking them at just say nine to maybe eighteen months or so, uh, even up to two or three years, that first time is all about you as a parent, you know, and it's about you watching it through their eyes because you're right; they're never going to remember it in the long run. Um, now, when they get a little bit older, let's just say they're six, seven, or you know, ten, like my daughter, you could take them again technically for their first time because now they're going to remember it. So I think when they're so young, and that's what you know, a lot of people think, well, I'm not going to take a nine-month-old to Disney. They're not going to enjoy it. They are going to enjoy it, even if they don't remember it. And you as a parent are really going to enjoy it when you watch them interact with characters and you see their eyes light up and stuff for parades. So, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people just think, I hear that all the time. Well, I'm going to wait until they're older. I'm going to wait until they're older. I'm just like, dude, don't wait. Just go. If you have the means to go, go now. And then go when they're older. <laughs> And you've made two incredible trips out of two different ages, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember the, when we went uh, the first time was last May when she, our daughter was nine months old and Jamie's parents went with us. And when she met, she's always, obviously, she's watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And anytime she's Mickey Mouse still, she like freaks out and starts laughing and pointing at the screen. And when we met the talking Mickey... She just like lit up yeah. and was like just ooing and grabbing. It was really, really cute. Honestly, that's a memory like I will remember forever. Like it was just, you know, Jamie and I and her and her entire family and like the pictures of it. Like she just was happy as she could ever be. Yeah. And like even the people working were like, oh my gosh, she's so adorable. Yeah. And um, even though she's not going to remember that, there's plenty of pictures of it. And we'll always remember that. Like the first time we went to Disney with her and like that, you know, she had a little Rapunzel outfit on at the time and different things. And so, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I, I think just because they may not remember it, that doesn't mean you can't go and have that memory yourself. Right. Yeah. And, you know, not and honestly, too, there's a lot of times even when kids are old enough, um, they're not always going to remember stuff. No. I mean, there's a lot of times my mom was saying something not that long ago. We went on some trip and she was saying I think I was like 15 and she was saying something. I was like, I don't remember this. She was swore up and down at, at that. We went on this one trip. I just, <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about. And I was like, maybe we did. I just don't remember it. But um, yeah, I think that sometimes people think too, obviously they think Disney world is only for families. Like if you don't have a family or if you go when your kids are really little, you're just not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I would either say they haven't gone before or like me maybe when i had gone before i you know i went to disney world a handful of times before i really fell in love with disney world and it just depends on how you go to disney oh yeah there's a lot of it yeah. like who you go i mean the first time i went with my wife i'm like oh wow this is really fun you know i had the same <laughs> idea i was like ah, eh. i've been to disney and it was packed and it was hot and it was sweaty and you had lines and i was just like ah, eh. 
I don't really care that much about it. And then, um, yeah, you just take a different type of trip, different planning, and then it's completely different. Yeah. And I think it's the same way. It's just, you know, when you go with little kids, though, too, there is a lot more baggage. You got to accommodate for a lot more stuff and um, a lot more breaks and things like that. Sure. But, you know, it's still very fun and very rewarding. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I mean, let's not forget that prior to them turning three, they're free. So... Exactly. That's what I was going to say. They are cheap to go at that point. So Yeah, it's certainly an advantage. Um, And, you know, uh, like you're saying, everybody, you know, you say to people, well, you you know, you should really take your kid to Disney and they think, well, it's expensive. It's crowded. It's hot. Yeah, it is all three of those things. But as you just said, it is what you make of it as well. And um, I mean, your your talking Mickey story is very similar. We took Kalen at 18 months. Now, it wasn't talking Mickey. It was the um, Fantasia Mickey that used to be at Hollywood Studios where Launch Bay is now. But it was uh, Rhonda and myself. And then, of course, uh, Kalen. It was my parents, Rhonda's parents. And we all went. I thought I was one of the people that thought, why are we spending all this money to take an 18 month old baby to Disney who's not going to remember anything? And as soon as she met Mickey, that again, that's something that I'll remember forever. Um, and, yeah. and like that's one I actually remember in my brain, not just from looking at pictures. Uh, growing up and any time I went to Disney, the memories I truly have as a kid are from pictures that I now remember seeing. Um, and of course, back then we could have spent a week at Disney and at the end of the week there were like eight photos, you know, and there were Polaroids or something. <laughs> Now, very true. In the first, yeah. yeah, like now on the car ride to Disney, we have eight photos. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, I, and, and that's what I think so cool. Like you said, I mean, okay, if your daughter didn't remember that at nine months, which obviously she won't, when even when just say she's a teenager and you go back and look at all these photos, those are the memories she'll have and she'll almost recreate them. Um, so I just, I, I just hate when people say the kid is too young or they don't like Disney. What I think that means is, one, they don't know Disney, um, which is understandable. Everybody doesn't have to be a nut about Disney, you know. But I do think it means that they haven't done research or they haven't figured out what makes Disney so popular, you know. They just think it's an overpriced, hot, overcrowded place when there is so much more to it, especially for, I mean, really, again, children of all ages. It's like Legos, what, zero to 99. I mean, that's Disney. You know, I don't care how old you are. There is something for every single person there. Um, so, well, as a family, and and then maybe we can talk about these couple questions with each, um, you know, families, uh, adults only, and then solo. For you guys as a family right now, what's your favorite place to stay at being a family? And what's your favorite park to go to as a family? That's the only thing when you have a, a younger a younger one. Obviously, the pros are, and like we just stated, when they're under three, they're free. Yeah. I do like that. Under three and they're free. <laughs> um, and the the ways that pays off, like we did the Ohana character breakfast last time, and our daughter was free, and she eats. I was actually afraid they were going to charge her because she was eating quite a bit of food. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can get a lot of experiences and get a lot of memories yeah. on the cheap that way at Disney uh, because, obviously, you don't have to pay for them. Uh, that's one thing. But, you know, staying on property, the only thing about when, when they're that little is you need a place, obviously, to like a spare bedroom or somewhere where they can we can set up like a pack and play because, you know, she goes to bed around eight, nine o'clock at the latest. Yeah. And, you know, as an adult, you don't always want, especially on vacation, you don't want to go to bed or just be laying in the dark from nine <laughs> o'clock until you wake up the next morning because you don't want to wake, wake her up. Right. So it's one place, obviously I've talked about this before, we love the Polynesian. I mean, love the Polynesian. And the nice thing about the Polynesian is when those are some of the first resorts that were built. And when they built those, they're just bigger. Yeah. And that was before Disney could figure out like, hey, if we shrink the size of these rooms, we can fit in an extra like 500 rooms in the same <laughs> amount of space. And the rooms are bigger and they also have two bathrooms. Oh, so okay. this is a nice little tip. If you're ever going to stay on property like Polynesian, you can actually get a studio room and set up a pack and play in that uh, second bathroom. And that can be basically where they sleep. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And so we set her up in there um, and she slept great in there. I mean, it's it's quiet. You can close the door. We usually have a fan for her so she can be out of the way, take naps, go to bed. And we can still, you know, obviously one of us stays in the room. We don't just leave her in there. Um, unless there's really something cool going on outside, but <laughs> I mean, um, when that luau gets hopping, 
It does all get hopping. You're aside. like, well, they're at Disney. Like, nothing <laughs> bad will happen. But um, yeah, and then that way, like, you know, you can, one can go get some food or bring it back or whatever it is. Or you can just sit out in the living room and just hang out, you know, even sit on the balcony and stuff like that. So that would be my favorite. Um, Old Key West was nice. We stayed, we had a two bedroom um, place where we stayed last time. So obviously we had a, excuse me, we had a place for her where she could sleep. But that's the biggest challenge when you're staying just getting hotels is you either have to get a studio that definitely has a space for like a pack and play or you got to go with like a one bedroom. Yeah. So it does make it a little bit more. Um, it can make it a little bit more expensive that way or just harder to find accommodations. But um, and in terms of park, I mean, it's just Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, she loves Mickey Mouse. And that park to me is geared toward. It's interesting. That park is like you said zero to like 99 years old oh yeah so no matter you know my opinion you can have fun no matter the age but i i think that park definitely has the most to do for like little ones and she can ride even when she went last time there was quite a few things that she could ride oh for sure so yeah yeah i would say given her age and where she's at i would say that is but um what about you guys in terms of like where your kids are at or maybe what they what maybe in the past what was your favorite has that changed (laughs) well it's funny it's that's so interesting that you mentioned that about the hotel room because i hadn't I didn't even think of that, honestly, because we don't have to deal with that now. And the first time we um, we went, when at least I know when Kaylin was 18 months, uh, we camped at Fort Wilderness. And uh, we actually did tent camping on the same site that my parents had their camper on. So we kind of had two separate spaces that we could put her to bed uh, or let her sleep in where we could either, she could be in our tent in, the, in a crib, a pop-up, or she could go in... Um, uh, my parents camper and we could either, you know, sit outside and, and have the baby monitors or whatever. Um, I don't remember the first place we went with Lacey. I'd have to go back and look and what I've always found. And you'll have to tell me if it's the same. I remember every single tiny detail about Kaylin and everything she did first. And with the second kid, you're kind of like, eh, We've already done this. It's kind of the same. So, like, I remember that first trip of Kaylin's. I don't really remember Lacey's. I'll have to go back and look in, like, photo albums. Um, But now, uh, you know, we really like um, any resort, which is pretty much going to be all deluxes that do have a balcony. Uh, Kind of, as you mentioned, our kids do stay up later. And when we're on vacation, we let them stay up even later than they would at home. But sometimes it's nice to maybe put on a movie, turn off all the lights while they're laying in their bed, and Ron and I can just sit on the balcony, you know, and relax. Um, so any of those we really like. And then, of course, we're just going to go with any place with a great pool, Coronado Springs, uh, Caribbean Beach, um, you know, of course, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the fact that there's so much to do there. We really enjoy that with the kids. And then, you know, it, I think it's easy to say – Magic Kingdom is always going to be the best park when you're a family, but we've really been enjoying Animal Kingdom lately and looking at all the little details and the little corners and seeing some of the animals that we didn't always take time to experience um, now that the kids are older. And so I would say our go-to would probably be Animal Kingdom now. Um, I'll have to ask the kids when they get home what their favorite park is. Uh, and then, yeah, I can I can touch back on that one, I guess. Yeah, and we talked about that before. I think Animal Kingdom, now I will be honest, it's my least favorite park, but with that being said, I haven't really explored that park a bunch. Yeah. And I, I always feel like that's the park that if you live down there and go more often, like you guys go about once a month, sometimes more. Uh, when you're limited on your time at Disney World, I feel like that's the park where you're like, well, it, like obviously I'll go into Pandora, ride some stuff here and there, but I would much rather spend my limited time I have there at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, um, well, used to be Hollywood Studios, yeah. <laughs> but soon will be Hollywood Studios right. again. Uh, but I feel like if you have the time to go Animal Kingdom, because I've heard from multiple people about just the little nuanced stuff in Animal Kingdom, and the more time I do spend there, the more time I actually do enjoy it. So I feel like that's a park that maybe just grows on you the more yeah. you go. Yeah, I um, think so. And it probably like, I would say a little, little one. I mean, obviously our daughter loves animals. And so we did the safari thing and she kind of, I mean, some of the animals, either they're active or they're not. So she literally liked the the giraffes yeah, and things like that. But I feel like maybe that park's good as the kids get older. I agree. Because there's more yep. stuff you can kind of like, um, uh, I, I guess you just appreciate more. Although the Lion King show, I will say, is the best show I've seen at Disney World. Yeah. 
hands down. Like that's a that's a great show, and she enjoyed that. And that I, mean, I was pretty surprised. I normally don't like those types of shows. I'm not really big on musicals and things. Right. Um, but it's a really good show. So I, I would agree. I would be interested to see. Obviously, eventually, we plan on being down in Florida at least part of the year. Um, and if we're able to go more, how my opinion of Animal Kingdom will change because I feel like it will. Just the more time I spend in there. Yeah, but I think you're right. It is when the kids are more at that at their own discovery age, and I don't mean discover like I mean obviously when they're in the 18 month age, they're discovering a lot, but not in the same way that they can discover at Animal Kingdom, because an 18 month old who's walking around Animal Kingdom is not going to enjoy the tiny things like a cast member standing out, um, you know, and giving you facts about an animal skull, or you know they have a tarantula in a box and they're telling like. My kids are at the age now where they find that stuff more interesting, but the much younger kids, yeah, I just don't think they really have the attention span or the care. So I, I think you're completely right. As they get a little bit older older, and they enjoy discovering things and learning things more, it's a it becomes a much different park. Uh, and for me, it's just it's one of my favorites because it's the one park out of all four that I feel like I'm truly immersed and transported into a different land or world. Um Magic Kingdom is absolutely incredible, but you know you're at a theme park. You know, same thing I think with Hollywood Studios and even Epcot, um, short of some of the World Showcase stuff. But to me, Animal Kingdom, I truly feel like I'm walking through Asia or Africa. Um, not that I have anything to compare it to, but I imagine those countries look exactly the same. And I have street performers and um, Cali River Rapids and all. I'm pretty sure that exists in the real Africa or Asia, I mean. So. I'm sure it's exactly, yeah, probably just exactly, <laughs> exactly the, same. the same. They probably have just like Cali River Rapids. You just go down yep. and, and ride on. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would, <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, yeah, and I think too, like the one thing when you go, and obviously I, I our daughter is younger and, and when we have another one, we'll have young kids. So I feel like when you go, um, the main thing you go with the family at that age, like you were saying your kids stay up later is you kind of have to pack a lot of stuff in earlier because yeah. They go to bed so early. Yeah. And or have to nap or, yeah, I mean, right. there's, there's certain schedules that you got to adhere to. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, you know, we went before where it was just Jamie and I, I mean, we would, it wasn't unheard of us to go. We would just, I mean, we'd just go all day sometimes. Yeah. And uh, we could do it. So it definitely is one of those things when you, when you would go before without kids and you go with kids, you just have to slow down like yeah. a ton. You just gonna have to realize there's going to be some stuff that you're not going to get to do, which it, it sucks in a way, but it's a good trade off because there's, it's so cool going with your children. And like I said, seeing like the first time we saw her interact with Mickey and just like, like you said, I, I'll remember that forever. Um, the first time we got to take her on a ride and the first time, you know, she cast members interacting with her and all these cool things. The trade off is more than worth it. I yeah. mean, yeah, you don't get to ride as much stuff, but at the same time, you're like, you're getting to experience this whole different world, essentially. Yeah. And, um, but going into it, you know, it's like when we went, Jamie's like, I know I'm not going to get to ride as much stuff, you know, because there were sometimes our daughter would get upset. And, and sometimes I'd take her, and a lot of times Jamie would take her, but she may just have to go back to the hotel room and, and chill out. Right. Yep. Uh, so you just got to be, I think the main thing when you go to kids that age is just flexible. Yeah. Because I've seen those kids at the end of the night that their parents have made them be there all day. And I always feel bad for those kids. I'm like, man, if you did that to me, I'm a grown man. I'm going to be cranky and throwing a fit. And these poor kids are like at their wits end and then they're getting in trouble from the parents. I'm like, you're kind of putting these kids in a no win situation. Yeah. Like, And at that point, you know, they're not going to care how much stuff they did because they're going to be no. so exhausted and so mad you made them do so much stuff that you're right. You're better off just slowing down. And if you miss some things... Just miss them. You will be better off in the end when your kids are happy at night and you're not dragging them through a park, you know, yeah. kicking and screaming. Um, and, and yeah, and if at the end of the night you get to stick around and see fireworks, you know, missing a ride earlier that day will be worth it if you guys got to just enjoy your vacation as opposed to, you know, just trying to check off every possible item that there is. Um, and I'm not just saying that from somebody who gets to go a lot. You know, if, if, if you only get to go once a year or you only go once in a lifetime, just make sure it's a great vacation that everyone enjoys and your whole family likes. Don't Again, I've said this so many times, don't base the success of your vacation off how much you did. Because now if you get yeah. to do a lot, that's one thing. But if you get to do a lot because you made everybody miserable 
and you made them <laughs> tired and cranky and their feet hurt and their back hurts and they didn't sleep and then they get home and they need another vacation from the vacation they just had it's not going to be worth it so yeah i i agree and i, I think it's funny too is a lot of times i mean obviously it's a family trip but it can kind of become at least for us anyways like a family and sometimes it, it morphs into a solo trip because for the reason being that we have to you know our daughter has to be in bed like by eight o'clock yeah. so a lot of times either i'll stay back or jamie will stay back and one of us will go in because obviously we want content for the show or just to get pictures in general so we'll go back to a park to like get pictures or photographs or experience something so we're kind of having a solo trip inside of our family trip yeah at the same time yep. and um i would recommend that i mean i know some people get weird i mean I know you've talked about like when you're the one when you're the the guy by yourself at magic kingdom at night it can seem weird yeah. but at the same time like whenever i i realized um you know i real i just love going to disney world and i was like well I, i'm not supposed to because i'm like a six foot three like weightlifting guy that you know has a beard all this stuff and finally i'm like i don't care like i've never cared what people think so if you just let go of that yeah. and be like you know what i'm a guy by myself at disney world who cares you know, just have fun, whatever you want to do. And once you kind of let go of that a little bit, um, being by yourself in the parks is not bad. Now, I don't, you, know, you can make arguments, and Jamie and I both have, like, when you go on whole trips by yourself, that's a little bit different dynamic. Right. But, you know, if you're going with little kids like that, do a switch off. Like, why don't you just go in and go to Magic Kingdom and, and experience something? Yeah. You know, and then um, go back and forth. And I think that's a really... That's a good way to do that, I think. Yeah, and you may you're still it. able to experience stuff with your kid, but at the same time, you're still able to, if you really want to catch something, the fireworks or whatever it is. I mean, you're not getting to experience it as a family unit per se, but you're still getting to see it. Right. And um, I don't know. I, I kind of think that's a cool thing, and it kind of too lets you kind of take. I mean, everybody needs break from each other on a trip, so it kind of yeah. gives you like, yeah, I'm gonna go in here and you can hang out and like you know sometimes it's needed. So. Well, and there's there's a big difference between you know again we have a family of four. Um, there's a big difference between us spending the whole weekend in our house, you know, where yes we all love each other and we all love to be around each other, but we're not seeing each other 24 seven on a weekend in our house. When we go to a weekend at Disney, I mean we are 24 seven pretty much, you know, except when we're physically asleep and then we're still like 10 feet from each other in the room. So mm -hmm. sometimes you, I think you do need that break, you know, and if you're going to be there for an extended time and for a week and you're an adult, you might need that break at the end of the night. So I think it's a great idea, even if it's not going into a park, but it's just stepping down to go to the, um, you know, the, the store in the lobby, uh, if you're staying on property or going down and maybe grabbing a drink or something to eat and just getting away for a few so that you can decompress and unwind and relax. Um, and then, yeah, allow your spouse or whoever to do the same type of thing. Uh, you're going to be much better off in the end for it. Um, so I think working solo trips into your normal trips, uh, are really, really good. And then we'll actually work, um, you know, adult trips into our family trips. You know, where Rhonda and I have an opportunity to just get away uh, kind of from the kids while they're still there with us on vacation. Um, but this weekend coming up, uh, and it'll actually be tomorrow morning that we're leaving by the time this episode comes out. We are doing a full on adults only Rhonda and I. That's it. Uh, trip. Kids are staying home. My parents are driving down from South Carolina. They're staying at our house all weekend. Um, so they'll take care of the kids. And we literally get to do four days that may turn into five we'll see how it goes um at disney is just adults and again it's not a better trip than with the family it's just different uh it certainly has its pros and cons but now you're at a point where you really truly get to do whatever you want to do as adults which is nice um you like you said you know prior to to having a daughter you got to go to the park and spend all day there. We have that opportunity if we want. We don't have to really worry about someone getting tired. Um, we can do some things that we just don't do when we have the kids. Um, you know, whether it's something like jelly rolls at night, you know, where kids actually aren't allowed. Or last year we did Keys to the Kingdom tour, you know, which doesn't allow children under, I think, age 16 or something. Um, so you can really do a lot of different things in just different ways. And I know I've said this before too. love my children more than anything, but it's nice to walk around a park with them. And I think yeah. most people, if they don't believe that now, if they go and do it, 
they'll realize that they enjoy walking around a park sometimes without your kids as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a very different. So, for instance, for us, like we've done um, in the last uh, well, the last five years, we've done a trip where obviously it was just Jamie and I before we had kids. And then we went when it's Jamie and I with our daughter. And then we've also gone where we went. Um, each of us did a solo trip. And then we've also gone where it's just Jamie and I without our daughter on a trip for, for just her and I. Yeah. And um, it is nice when you get away uh, just not having to have the worry of, you know, especially a daughter our age. Got to have the stroller. Got to have food. You know, you got to have just extras because you never know what you're going to need. And so it's kind of nice just being able to just go into the park and just walk around. Yeah. Like you said, you don't have to like, oh, I don't have to stop on anything like that. But when, especially given when they're younger, um, you then are always like, oh, I wonder, I hope they're okay. Even though, you know, they're staying with, you know, parents or in-laws or whatever. Uh, so you've got that in the back of your mind, not really worry, but you're always, they're, they're there. It's not like you go to Disney World and forget about your kids. But I think especially when they're younger, you know, we're yeah. newer parents. So I think for us, it, the first time we did it was a little harder than it is now when we do it. But um, even then going, you know, a trip without kids before before having kids and after having kids, um, even that's a little bit different because it's just your mindset changes when you have kids. And so, uh, but yeah, it is nice to just be able to kind of actually go and um, – I guess you just say like dive into it. You don't have to worry about stuff. And you, if you want to stay out and go get drinks or if you want to just like for us, a lot of times we, we would just sit on the balcony and just, if we could see the fireworks somewhere, we just sit there and just enjoy the fireworks or, you know, the cooler evening, if it was something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. I'm sure we given the kids your age, they probably, they stay, they tend to stay up later. So for you, the time crunch isn't there when you bring your kids to Disney, but the sheer fact of just being on top of each other. And when you're at Disney, like you said, if you're in your house all weekend, you're not really on top of each other as much as you are when you're at Disney. Cause you're all like in basically in the same room right. and you're just on top of each other all the time. And that can be different. I mean, even if you're around people 24 seven, you're not really that around in that clo- close proximity typically all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and two, you know, <laughs> Our kids are really good about getting up in the morning, um, whether it's here at home for school or it's at Disney to get to a park. Let's be honest. If I want to be at Rope Drop at 9 a.m. at Epcot, there's going to be some fighting in the morning (laughs) to get everyone together and to get four people together and get them dressed and get them with our stuff packed, you know, for the park that day and to get on a bus. And I mean, you know, all this, it's just different, you know. And so now I know this weekend, um, Ron and I will get up when we need to get up and we'll be where we need to be. You know, um, we, Ron and I never get to ride rides together. Even if it's something now, something like just say, um, Everest is much different because the kids obviously want to sit with us, you know, because they're a little bit scared of the ride. So Ron and I don't get to ride Everest together, but even down to something like haunted mansion, the kids are usually trading off with one of us and they're at an age now where for our 10 year old, it's not really cool to have your seven-year-old sister, you know, be all about you. And so there's lots of times say, well, why don't you two ride together, you know, so that mommy and I can ride together. No, I don't want to. And, you know, so even something like Haunted Mansion, Ron and I almost never get to ride together. We'll get to this weekend. And that's just cool. Like, it's just cool to experience that with my wife in a way that I don't get to. Even though we've technically been on the same ride, you know, probably a hundred times. I can count on one hand how many times we've been in the same doom buggy, you know, or we've ridden Everest together or rock and roller coaster or I mean, shoot, we don't even do Tower of Terror with the kids because neither one of them will ride it. And I'm not I'm just not going to ride it by myself when the whole family's there. Um, Now, I'll do an Everest single rider if the kids don't want to ride it because I usually can move through real quick. But other than that, sometimes you just even if there's a ride you could ride and there's really no wait time. You can't because maybe the kids don't want to ride it. So it just opens up a lot of different opportunities that you don't always get to experience when you have um, the whole family with you. And then the other major difference is enjoying World Showcase. Uh, Epcot and Disney have done a great job of trying to provide things to entertain kids, like the little kid cot where they colored Duffy the bear. Um, Which, first of all, why is it just the same bear in every kid cot? 
Why why wouldn't they have like a different character? My kid only wants to draw color, you know, Duffy like once, not 11 times. Well, the better question is, why are they involving bears in this, <laughs> well, this at okay. all? That's, I totally I mean, went past that one, and that's more bear propaganda, because he's got like a sailor's hat, and he's all cuddly oh, the, the and thing cute, about propaganda but, is, is it's supposed to be you don't notice it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I notice that they're trying to push all these bears <laughs> onto people. It's like, no, like I... But, like, I'll color that bear in all red in the back and be like, that's the only acceptable bear. It's, it's yeah, stab holes in it with the with the coloring yeah. pencils or something. They might ask but me to leave, but, probably. you know. Uh, but but that's the same. And then they now they pretty much have some sort of the scavenger hunt all the time, which the kids do enjoy. But my kids don't want to go through all 11 countries right now and stop at every little place and grab something to eat or grab something to drink. And I totally get that. I don't blame them. If I was 10 years old, I wouldn't want to do it either. I'm pretty sure I didn't want to do it when I was 10. Um, so I totally get that. So it's nice to be able to walk through World Showcase at your own pace. Because right now, we usually walk through the first half. We start always in uh, Canada. We usually get to America at our pace that we enjoy. And then America to Mexico is the kids' pace, which is just they're they're tired and they want to go back to the hotel at that point, and we've got to rush through. Um, so you just get to enjoy things in a different way when you're not dragging kids along. And I'll be honest, fireworks while you're not holding an eight-year-old in your arms are awesome. <laughs> and Festival of the Lion King, when you don't have an eight-year-old sitting in your lap, is really, really cool. And I enjoy both. I enjoy when she enjoys it. I really enjoy when I don't have to carry her or hold her. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like a lot of times people ask Jamie and I was like, you guys like going to Disney World that much? Like why? And it's like, you know, to me, Disney World's one place, but it can be many different types of trips. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, when you go, we can go just you and your spouse and go to Epcot. You know, Ep- like you were saying, Epcot's pretty boring, especially World Showcase for kids. And like you were saying, I don't blame them. I would be too. But when you're an adult, like Epcot at night, like when there's a festival going on and there's music, it's a really cool atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know much else that even replicates that. And it's just fun to be there and like go to the boardwalk and things. And so, yeah, it's one place, but it can be a ton of different trips if you think about it that way. Yeah, and you know, I, I think that's where sometimes people their view of Disney World is just princesses and castles and things like that, which it's that, but it's a lot more stuff. Especially, it's going to be a lot more stuff once like to- obviously Toy Story opening and then like with Star Wars and a lot of stuff coming to Epcot. So. I think maybe as time goes on, that mystique will kind of fade away because it's going to be hard to be like, oh, you want to go to Disney World? Like, yeah, I'm going to ride the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, like, yeah. I think you know, you're right. That'll yeah, start to everyone, change. Basically, every grown man who has ever seen Star Wars would be like, you want to ride the Millennium Falcon? They're like, yeah, that's yeah, really sweet. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously, like, it's just, it's just, it's cool doing it that way. And I think if your spouse also loves going to Disney World, then you can appreciate it in different ways. Yeah. And then when you take your kids back, you know, if you're able to go like we are multiple times a year, it's nice because you don't have to put as much pressure on a trip. Say when you go with a kid, you can be like, okay, we may not be able to do as much this time, but when we get to go back in a couple of months, we can do that. Yeah. And you're not putting that I think a lot of times putting pressure on a trip is what kind of does people in because they feel like they hit, like you're supposed to have fun. Right. Anytime you feel like you're supposed to have fun, it's usually a bad recipe for having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Cause then it's like, you know, you just feel this undue pressure and then you're all, you're not really enjoying anything, but, um, okay. So, you know, obviously we hit family and kind of the different type of trips, like adult trips, but what do you feel like You've done a solo trip. How do you feel about doing a solo trip? And what's the length of time you would do a solo trip? Um, you know, that one. And I will say that currently my solo trips have been for work. And I almost put that in air quotes because it sounds ridiculous. But, you know, you and I hosting podcasts and building this network and, and doing what we're doing. It is work. You know, whether people want to believe it or not, sometimes I mean. We kind of have to go to the place exactly. we talk about I mean, a lot or, you know, <laughs> or it would be a yeah, weird show. Like being, being a rock star or a movie star is work, you know, and I'm certainly not <laughs> saying that we're either of those things, but I don't think that just because um, you're able to go somewhere that is generally thought of as a vacation or entertainment only place means that you're not doing work. Um, so the times that I have gone have been specific for something related to um, the podcast you know, uh, or again, being able to experience something so that I can talk about it on social media. Um, 
I have only done a let's see, I've done some one night stays, uh, and there have been some times that I had to fly or, out of Orlando for real work, I guess. And uh, I went down like I was flying out maybe the next morning, so I went down to Orlando the day before, enjoyed my time at Disney, uh, stayed the night near the airport, flew out in the morning. Um, and then the day Flower and Garden opened, I actually went for the full length of the day, stayed at All Star that night, got up the next day, hit a park, and came home. Uh, for me, I probably wouldn't put it much past one or two nights, and that was even maybe if I was going on entertainment alone. Let's put aside, you know, trying to get content for a podcast or YouTube channel. If I was just going to go just because I could and I just had to go by myself, I'd probably cap it at one or two nights. And the only really reason is that you it's just, it's a different feeling like especially when you've been so many times with other people if when i went to flower and garden and like i got something to eat at a booth immediately like if i wanted to talk about what i just ate or what i just drank i had to dig my head in the phone and say it on twitter or facebook it, it's weird to not be able to turn and be like oh hey Rhonda, how do you like this you know dish or how do you like what we're watching it's it's yeah. weird well it- it's very interesting because when Jamie went on hers and I told, I agree with you about two or three days at most on a solo trip because I, not that I'm a psychologist, but I, I do play one find on TV. that stuff intriguing. <laughs> I, I just play one on TV. Um, we're very like human beings are wired to be social. And so doing things in a group is more fun. It's like when you go see a movie with a group of people, even if you didn't talk, that is more fun. And they've done studies on this. That is more fun than going yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Even though what you saw wasn't any different. Right. It was just who yeah. you were there with, the atmosphere well, it's it was. the lead up. And so when and you're there the by afterwards, your, it's like what? the lead up to the movie and your anticipation with your friends. And then it's afterwards, you know, maybe the drive home right. and talking to them. I think every little part of Disney is the exact same way. Yep. And it's like eating food is social yeah. too. I mean, it's like you eat it and you talk about it. Whereas you can have the best meal ever and it's just you by yourself. It's still good. But if you shared that meal with like your spouse or like a really good friend, that meal is going to be that much more enjoyable. And so I told Jamie, I was like, you're probably going to get a little like after a day or so, it might start feeling a little weird. And sure enough, she was like, yeah, it feels like weird. Just when you're like, because you can't talk to anybody. Well, you can, but you're, you're just by yourself. And at some point you start talking to yourself (laughs) and then it's like, you know, and it's like, you're still having fun, but you're like, you're missing your family and things like that. So I think, I definitely think solo trips are fun. I actually think what's more fun is within a family trip, doing like a yeah, solo adventure on Definitely. your own. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to I do agree. that because then if you're missing your family and just go back right. to your hotel room, be like, Hey right. guys. Um, but I think when you're going, if you're going to go to Disney world by yourself, I would cap it at, at most three yeah. days. I feel like at that point, you would start being weird and then people would just be looking at you like, is that guy mumbling? <laughs> you're just mumbling to yourself. Cause you're like, I gotta have conversation. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause I, and, and it's funny you say it. Cause I will, I, like I'll be standing in line for a ride and you almost are like, you're waiting. Cause you can't just, you can't initiate real. Well, you can't initiate a conversation. If you're a certain person, I'm not that person. I'm not just going to turn to someone and basically, you know, cold call them in person and be like, so where are you from? Like, I'm just not that guy. But it's one where I find myself in a line and I wait for somebody to say something that it's not creepy if I pick up on and then I can turn and be like, oh, I'm now part of your conversation and I don't feel so lonely. So it does get a little weird. Um, I've noticed myself doing that yeah. a lot more. Like when I'm, if I'm there, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm noticing wanting to do that. I'm like, this is getting weird because I, I can just feel that yep. inside of me like wanting yeah, to come out. I, I will say getting getting back to a hotel room by yourself and waking up in the morning is odd. And especially when you're just not used to that. And I think, I think with the a full out adult only trip and with the solo trip though, one reason I think you should do both is um, you will appreciate who's not there so much more sometimes when they are there, you know, it's real easy to get all caught up. You're there for a week with your family and by Day five, you know, everybody, again, might get a little cranky. They might get a little whatever. And you sometimes lose appreciation of the fact that you're getting to be there with your family and you're getting to be there with your kids. Um, You know, Ron and I will go to a nice dinner probably this weekend and spend most of it talking about our kids. And we will start to appreciate some of the things that are at Disney so much more when they are there that you just don't think about when they're physically there because you take them for granted. Same thing with the solo trip. You know, um, 
I get down there and I'm like all gung ho to get down there. And the first two hours are cool. And I'm like, man, I'm at Disney and I'm riding everything I want to ride. And I'm doing, you know, I've done three, I've done Everest three times in a row all by myself as a single rider. And then you start to like, man, I really miss my wife or I really miss my family. And it's, it doesn't even matter what your relationship is like at home. Like you could have the greatest, you could be, you know, the Brady bunch or whatever at home and be the the greatest family ever. You still find new appreciation and things that you take for granted when you're somewhere like Disney without them. Um, It's almost like this little going to find yourself or, you know, I mean, a solo trip, you're going to learn so much while you're down there, not to get all like weird or spiritual, but you really will. Like you will learn more about yourself. You'll learn more about the things you take for granted and more about how much you appreciate your family when they're not around than you do when you're just there and it's everybody. Yeah, I think that could be said any any trip you would ever go on that's solo yeah. would probably be yep. the case, but I think at Disney for sure. Because it's so, you're around so many other people that are there yeah. with families. And so it's so evident yeah. to you and, and I, that you see yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what I know. find myself. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm there. And again, <laughs> you you hope you don't just look like some creepy dude, but I'll, walk, I'll watch a family walk by or a husband and wife walk by. They're just having a great time when I'm by myself. And it just, like, makes me smile, you know, and I, and I enjoy <laughs> watching them because, and that's another thing. You get to. T- You're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> guys, having fun. <laughs> you, got, you guys need a friend. <laughs> like, you got extra room on that dinner <laughs> reservation. Um, but you do. You all of a sudden you see that and it just like makes you happy because and we we take Disney we take going to Disney for granted. I know that we do because it's something that we get to do a lot. But those are the moments where I sit back and I'm like, look at this family who could potentially be here for a trip of a lifetime and look at how much fun they're having. Um this is awesome. Now at other times you look at a family and everybody's fighting and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy I'm here by myself." But right, exactly. You really I don't know, you just you notice things so differently. And I would, I would totally recommend a full solo trip for a day or two, or like you said, just, just get away when you're there with the whole family. If you even have an hour or two to step out on your own and just decompress and relax and kind of just appreciate absolutely everything around you, I think. Well, yeah. And I think, I mean, again, not to get, not to wax philosophical, like we've already said, but I think as human beings, we do tend to take things for granted by nature. I think it's just human nature. I think you just tend to, if you get to do something, I mean, the fact that we live in the United States, we take that for granted every day. And that in itself is pretty amazing. If you think, if you look at things from a, from a certain perspective, but I, I think whenever you go, it's easy to lose perspective of like how much fun going to the family is when you're fighting or like, you know, Disney world can be stressful. You know, if you're trying to make rope drop and the kids won't get up and you're just like, (laughs) like freaking out. But I've always told people too, if you're going on these and and you've done this before, like you go on these giant family trips, say there's like 10 people on the trip. Um, I've always told people I wouldn't try and plan everything as a giant mob of people moving through the park together. If you can get, if you, if you don't have to, because that's just going to lend itself to getting frustrated and just be like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, fighting. So even if you can get away for like a couple of hours and just go to the pool, you know, I think it's always important just to be be able to just pull yourself away, chill out. Cause I, you know, I don't think that's one thing when people go with a family and I've talked to people to do this, they don't realize just how on top of each other you can get yeah, and just how stressful it can be. And it's like, Wow, my family, maybe the family doesn't drive you crazy at home and you go to Disney World and you're like, oh my gosh, like I just want to bang my head <laughs> like, in the wall. And it's people? like, well, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it, it's just, it, you, when you're in a very different environment that is not everyday life and it's just, it, it's going to cause you and it's going to cause everyone around you to act a little bit different than you normally yeah. do. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's important to keep that in mind. Just keep perspective. I think that's what the, a solo trip does is it kind of helps you have perspective. Oh yeah. And that's always it's always good to do yeah. but well and you know as you're mentioning that breaking up your your large group going back to the family we had 10 you know basically three families i mean it was all our one family but three separate technically groups uh, that made up 10 for our spring break and you know the first night my parents went to disney springs and the other eight of us went to dinner and another night um you know uh the kids would go all the kids would go play in my brother's room and Rhonda and i got to be off by ourselves while my parents relaxed in theirs another time Rhonda and i took all the kids to the pool so my brother could relax back in the room and then everybody met up later and we got through that week so much better because we didn't feel like 
all 10 of us had to do the exact same thing at the exact same moment for five days straight. Um, so I think that's a great point to kind of, yeah, split up your family vacation with large groups into smaller family vacations. So you don't drive each yeah, other crazy. That's the best way to kind of look at that is like have a bunch of mini vacations. If you can yeah. do that. Like when we went with Jamie's parents, we, we plan on going out to eat at, uh, it was a pretty nice restaurant and Jamie and I were like, man, we, it was food and wine was going on. I know. Sorry. It was flower and garden. And we we're just like, we'd rather go to Epcot. We really would. And so we just mentioned it to her mom and her mom's like, you know, Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll go to dinner and just take, you know, we'll, we'll take our granddaughter yeah. with us. That's fine. You guys can do whatever. And we just like, okay, cool. And like basically threw right. her at them and we just like went and like had a good time and like they put her to bed, you know, and all that stuff. So if you can go with family when you have, especially little ones, that is a nice perk. If you can't, you're just gonna have to make a couple yeah. sacrifices, but like I said, each trip is very different and you could go to Disney world 20 different times varying types of these trips and none of them are going to be the right. same but i think it's just important if you if you say you are planning a trip whatever one you're planning it however you're planning it um just be realistic yeah you know if your family is not brady bunch at home and you guys tend to fight you're probably going to fight a lot at <laughs> disney world so yeah don't like act super you know i see this all the time and it's like i wonder how functional like i bet you at home they're as chaotic it's just on a trip you have so many more stressors and it's just people are are just you know when you see stress you kind of see people who they really are and it's like okay you know just have perspective have uh, you know if your kids don't wake up early typically they're probably not going to want to wake up early for rope right. drop um you know don't expect your kids to act a certain way when they they never have yeah. you know so you know i know with our daughter she is um like if she wants out of the stroller like once she's down on the ground you're in trouble. Like she wants to run around. And if you pick her up to put her back in the stroller at that point, if she hasn't got to run around enough, she will flip out. And, uh, I just know that. So if she gets down, I'm like, okay, well I'm chasing her around this little area for at least 30 minutes. <laughs> and you know, if I got mad about that, I could, cause it's frustrating at times, but it's just funny. If you sit back and be like, okay, my daughter, at least she's enjoying herself, just running around, running up to random people and she does this thing where she'll just walk up to people and she'll just go ah and she'll just kind of yell at him and then run off and i was like i don't even know what i she's do doing, that too but that's cool no, well, only mean, on solo trips really. though that's when people get well, a little weird it's more out, fun that way people are like who's that guy so what, just going what park are you going to if you're on a solo trip by yourself there i'll always go to magic kingdom really either morning or night because i just love yeah. magic kingdom um and probably epcot yeah oh the two for sure i mean i would i would do animal kingdom would probably third i would probably at least get over there and try and if i was able to do uh flight of passage just because that ride's fantastic yeah. uh but yeah i mean i i think magic kingdom is just i always that's just my favorite park right now and i don't know that may change whenever i i have a feeling once um star wars is done and things like that that hollywood studios may shift into that just for my fandom oh, sure. but um yeah that'd yeah. be mine what about I you i don't know why i'm still drawn to hollywood studios every single I still time. like Hollywood yeah. Studios it's just there's not a ton there's not, to do. but I, I don't yeah and I don't know why I think it's because I know I can ride Tower of Terror which I don't ever get to do with the family um, I can guarantee you to ride Rock and Roller Coaster even without a fast pass because they have a single rider I'm probably going to do Star Tours because you just can um, I've maybe got a fast pass for Midway Mania of course that's all about to change but for some reason I can just wander around that park all day even if there's not a lot to do and I don't I don't know why, um, I, but every single solo trip I've gone on, that's where I end up at, like, first. Um, now, I was there, let's see, back in January, I was there for six nights, and I think two of them, I was by myself before the family came down and joined, and I was at Fort Wilderness in our camper, and one morning, I got up, I put on my flip-flops, of all things, and I just, I was actually just going to, uh, I was still like basically wearing my pajamas. Like, I think I was wearing like some Nike pants and a t-shirt. Um, I had my magic band on and I had my Apple watch and I was just going to walk down, uh, to the beach and just like walk back to the camper. Cause we weren't that far. So I'm, as I'm walking down, it's about seven 30. I was like, well, I'm just curious if there's extra magic hours at magic kingdom. And they were at 8 AM and normally was going to open at nine. So I kind of just kept walking. Next thing I knew, I was on the ferry boat. Next thing I knew, I was walking into Magic Kingdom. I'm still in my flip-flops, my Nike pants, my T-shirt. I don't have a wallet or anything on me except for my Magic Band. And I just walked in, and I spent like two, three hours in the Magic Kingdom. In Tomorrowland, pretty much only that morning, 
it was really really cool um I kind of had the image of you being like Mr. Magoo. Yeah, it literally like was. Awake, like walking yeah. around, like just like, oh, I went up on the boat. Oh, I guess I'll go to Magic Kingdom. Well, and it like- was one of those, like, um, I think it was the night before the night before that John and I had gone out and we had done um, uh, Enzo's Hideaway. We did Star Wars Secret of the Empire. Uh, we went to the Edison. He had to go back to his room. I ended up at Jock Lindsay's and was drinking Schoffenhofer in their glass bottles. And so I think I got to bed pretty late and just being in a camper by myself, I was up crazy early. So I was just, yeah, I was probably like little sleep, just kind of out of it, just wandering through Magic Kingdom in my flip flops. Um, so I was, I was probably lucky they didn't call security or something on me. But yeah, it was a totally Mr. Magoo situation. Leash <laughs> had, had pants yes, on. Yes, that was good. Luckily, I put those on yeah. prior. But um, like, sir, you don't have pants on. Be like, ah, it's fine. But it was but it was cool. And I never would have thought, you know, of Magic Kingdom enjoying it but at the same time i never get to enjoy it by myself like it'll be a rare time this weekend when ronda and i go just the two of us to magic kingdom because a lot of times when it's just the two of us we hit up epcot or hollywood studios so it's gonna be neat to be there with just the two of us yeah and one thing i actually like doing the more i get into and i'm not like i always make fun of people like i'm not a photographer but i i have obviously i've had to take more pictures just for uh the websites and when you do product photos and stuff like that for some other stuff but um well and captain magic but i enjoy the more i get better at like taking yeah. pictures and just taking my camera and just going around it's like and i've gotten some really cool shots but just i mean one of the best ones i ever took i just happened to be in epcot and the monorail came over and i was like oh and i just started snapping pictures and it turned out really good so i was like that's something too if you can go if you go by yourself and you like taking pictures i mean you could spend a whole day just going to yeah. parks and just taking yep. pictures and you're going to see things you've and never seen and you're going to appreciate things that you never even knew existed because you're looking well and that's for the thing now. when you're yeah when you do like when you're looking for certain types of pictures and angles you're just going to see things you normally don't see because you're looking at it not trying to be dorky but through a different lens right. And you're just seeing things how you normally wouldn't, and that, and it, and it, again, that's a whole other thing of just going to Disney World, just doing something different. Yeah. You know, you could go multiple times, and the one time you go and just take pictures, it could be something totally um, unlike how the other trips Definitely. were. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited for our adults only trip coming up here. Um, we're gonna do some cool things. I'm excited we've never for done, you because so. you've got Jeremy's gonna do some some vlogging. Yeah, that's gonna be fun and interesting. I got a whole new little camera rig. I'm gonna drag around and so i'm going to work on finding a very um i guess a fine line between work and play which will be interesting because i want to capture as much as we can and enjoy as much as we can on an anniversary um but i've picked up some tips and tricks lately i think where i don't have to just you know strap a camera to my forehead 24 7 and only be concerned with that so it's going to be fun um but we're doing some things we haven't done before uh like the luau and a dessert party um, we're doing the Star Wars 5K run, uh, or in my case, walk very quickly, and um, it should be pretty cool. So we we enjoy it. It's our one anniversary yeah. trip a year that we definitely don't even uh, put the kids in the car for the trip down. So <laughs> I'm excited for you, and I'm excited to see what you come yeah. back with because I will get to see it through the through the the vlogs of sort. Um, and we're going to be going down less than yeah, about less yeah. than a month. So. Uh, we'll be down there for two weeks in the middle of May. That's awesome. And then Jeremy and I, we'll have some stuff because I think we'll do some, we'll be at the parks together yep. at least a few yep. days. And uh, we may try and record an episode, I think, from Disney. That would be cool. Because either, yeah, we're going to at least do one or two episodes while we're there. So we'll be on the spot doing things. So that'd be cool. And once we have more details for sure on that, we may even do like a prompt to if people are, you know, some people message us about meeting up with us in the parks. If you're there and we're, you know, that's fine. I mean, That'd be that'd be pretty that cool be. to do if, if people wanted to join us and I don't know why they would other than just they got nothing <laughs> else better no to do. I, that would be but, the uh, only reason that they just or they just yeah bump they're into just us. like yeah hey, might as well and then we have to tell them hang who out with we these are. weirdos <laughs> yeah we just go and I'll, I'll I'll get a crew and we'll just go in front of Country Beer Jamboree and I'll just start yelling at it for outside that, shaking my fist at it and be like what is yeah they'd be like why is that? i wonder how long it would take i don't think it would take very long Not before long disney all. security would be i like, think yeah sir what are you i think doing? somebody <laughs> would like just pop out of a bush or something with like the rag and chlor- <laughs> chloroform and just right over your mouth He's, and take Jared you aside yep you just find me in the by the bathrooms 30 <laughs> minutes later like what i don't even know what happened but oh man yeah so that's uh that's what we've got going on so we got some cool stuff down the pike and um 
yeah, that's all. I think that's all I've got for today's episode. Unless you got anything else you want to no, add? No, that's it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I suggest people take all three trips. And um, if you, if you've done, I really would love to hear out on any of the platforms, whether it's Diz Dudes, Capture the Magic, um, you know, Main Street Magic, uh, especially on the Capture the Magic uh, community Facebook page. I'd really love to hear from people specifically that have done or interested in doing solo trips because I think that one intrigues me the most. Um, and obviously, share anything you want with us about you know why you do adults only trip or you know why you haven't or you know things you do with your family that are, are special for you at disney um yeah get out there we'll start up some conversation on social media yeah i, I mentioned as well because this is actually the first trip that jamie and i've gone on with our daughter that's just us yeah so we don't have i mean i guess we'll have i mean we'd always just stick with you guys sometimes but would do that to you <laughs> um but yeah it'll be interesting to see if anybody have tips on you know when you're going with kids and and just you know some tips because obviously we've done it a few times but you can always learn stuff and you don't know everything That's right. so but uh but yeah i think that'll do it for today so just be sure to check out uh you know capture the magic uh, podcast it's on mondays and thursdays and then obviously uh Diz dudes is every wednesday and main street magic is tuesdays for sure and sometimes more than that so and uh but yeah i think that'll do it for today so i thanks for listening and uh, we will catch you guys later later